Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast and the very first episode of 2020. I just wanted to say a big thank you to absolutely everybody who tuned in in 2019. Um, I hope you were able to consume some valuable content from this show or through my social media, my email list, or even just in person, or if you're one of my clients or online clients, I hope you're able to gain some value from me in 2019. But now it's time to level up in 2020, and we've got a very inspiring guest for our first episode of the year. I'm joined by pro boxer Michael Zarafa, pretty boy. He's got a record, a professional record of 27 and four. He's most recently fought Jeff Horn twice and, and uh, you know in my opinion I'm hoping that we see a third one in 2020 but this was a very fun um, and enjoyable interview with Michael he is a genuinely great guy um, a very fierce competitor and an all-round professional and um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode as I said the first one of the year and again just a big thanks to everybody who has tuned in um, in some of the episodes so far if you are new to the fitness and lifestyle podcast make sure you hit that subscribe button and go back through and listen to some of the content, some of the episodes that I've done already with some amazing guests and also just being able to share any of my knowledge with you to help you guys um, improve your health and fitness and make your whole journey a lot more enjoyable and a lot smoother. Um, And here's to a good year to absolutely everybody who is tuned into today's show. I hope you guys enjoy the interview with Michael. Michael, welcome to the show, mate. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks for having me in. Absolute pleasure. We um, we plan to, to get one of these done not too long ago, but we're here now, so thanks for coming in, man. I do, I do appreciate it a lot. No worries at all, mate. Yeah, like I said, sorry for bailing on the first episode, but um, no, we no, made it. to apologise at all, yeah, man. Yeah, you me. <laughs> uh, we've just we've just been sitting down having a bit of a chat already, and um, I'm I'm keen for this episode. I know the uh, the listeners going to really enjoy today's show. So, what I wanted to start the episode off with, mate, is just asking you how you're feeling physically and mentally after your most recent fight. Uh, yeah, look, man, I feel good. Uh, you know, I'm humble in victory, humble in defeat. I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk about that fight, uh, a bit of controversy in that ninth round. and But it is what it is, you know, like I said, after the fight, it's boxing. Um, you know, I had to play the villain. I'm a villain in the in the fight game. Um, you know, someone has to sell the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's me, but uh, look, I like it. It's, uh, it's, it's built character for me, um, and it makes fights more fun. Now that you've you've got more fights under your belt, have, do you find that you're you're just saying like you know you've got to you've got to be the villain, you got to sell the fight? Is that something you're starting to do more of now, or is that, have you always been that way before your fights? Ah, uh, look, you know, I was always humble. I always stayed quiet, uh, but I've learned, you know, with the experience being in the fight game, that you can't be quiet. You know, you got to make noise. And um, look, I don't do it to try to get more exposure or anything like that. I just, you know, leading to that last fight, I just got a little bit heated, a little bit frustrated. Mm. Um, there's a few things I didn't go to plan and. Um, it is what it is. So yeah, I just I just spoke up how I felt, and uh, it got the public's attention, and that's what we want. You know, we're in the, it's not a, a sport you can stay in forever. You yeah. Know? So you want to make your name, make your money, make some noise early, and I'm doing that now. Yeah, I'm 27, and um, yeah, look at like the fight fans are really starting to know who I am now. And 2019 we put put our name on the map, and now 2020, uh, it's our year. Fuck yeah. And what was your headspace like going into uh, the second one with Horn compared to the first one? Was it any different? Obviously, your confidence. I would assume it would have to be up a lot higher than what it was the first time through. Like, not so much that you weren't confident before, but, you know, now that you 
I think even when we first met, you said the first time you thought you could beat him, and then you knew you could beat him the second time around. Yeah, look, dude, I was always confident in the first fight and in the second fight. Um, I was never overconfident. I never take anyone for granted. Anyone that's in front of me, I know trains hard and mm. you know, obviously yeah. has the balls to get in there and fight. I knew it was going to be a tough fight, but um, look, he just fought a different fight. It was just awkward. He's got a style that you can't really adjust to. You yeah. know what I mean? So I had to just try to be smarter on the night and unfortunately didn't go to plan. But um, like I said, there was a lot of controversy in that ninth round and um, you know, I believe it should have been stopped. Yeah. The public thinks yeah. it should have been stopped. Seems um, to be the popular opinion, yeah. Yeah, you know, and but like I said, I can't I'm not the you know, the, the judges or the ref, it's not my duty to do that. I just go in there and fight. But uh, look I believe, you know, I, there should be a third fight. Yeah. Um, the public wanna see it. Uh, but look I'm always confident anyone I train hard, so I don't for me I don't really care what they do, I know what I do and what I can do. Uh, it just falls down to how you feel on the night. Oh, I felt grouse walking in there, but like I said, you can't really adjust with his style. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's, a, he's a strong boy. So it just wasn't my night. Yeah, I think some of the most successful people that you see in any field, whether it's sport or business or whatever, you know, a lot of the common thing that people say is that, you know, you obviously winning is what everybody wants to do, but you always learn the most from your losses oh, or from course. defeat. So how do you so, deal um, with defeat physically and mentally? Like obviously post-fight, it's, it's pretty raw. So... What's, yeah. it, what's, it, what's that process like for you? Uh, look, a lot of fighters and a lot of other athletes, you know, go back and see what they did wrong. For me, I just, it's in the past. It's done now. Yeah. Um, I just move on. I build mentally, physically, and just try to be a better fighter. Every day, I just try to be that 1% better. Um, you know, I won't even re I won't even rewatch the last fight yeah. and see what I did wrong. It's I just want to build and move forward. And um, for me, it's all a mental thing. You know, you mm. can, anybody can train, anybody can throw a right hand, left hook. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a mental game. When you get in the, in the ring, you you got so many emotions and you're thinking about so many things um, and it's tough you know you just got to try to you know breathe and stay relaxed but obviously you can only do so much with who's in front of you and um, you know, like I said Jeff Warns uh, he's a tough boy and uh, he made it harder for me on the night yeah and um, you know those that are listening will know that recently I, I jumped in and, and did a fight um, on Will's yeah. Will's um, wildcard fighter so like I'd never fought before did a did a training camp for it jumped in and um, the result didn't didn't go the way I wanted, but I, I knew I'd put in the hard work and was confident enough. And one of the biggest things that I um, really focused on leading into it, particularly in the week off, was just not letting, not getting overwhelmed by the occasion and, and the whole mental side of it. So, uh, for someone like yourself, you know, fighting, you know, like you most recently did in front of basically the whole of Australia watching, how do you deal with that um, pressure? And is it, do you practice any type of you know meditation or do you do any kind of like? Um, mindfulness type stuff to, to battle that? Uh, look, I've been seeing a sports psychologist um, just to try to tune the mind and, and, and breathing is a real big thing for me. Um, you know, trying to control your breathing and just staying relaxed. I try to switch off as well. Like yeah. I, I, and when I hear, like obviously, um, you know, people that are watching when I was walking out, you could hear all the, the booing. Um, but I just try to visualize them, you know, screaming for me and yeah. just, I just hear the noise. I don't hear what's going on and mm. as I'm walking around, I'm like, oh yeah, these are all fans. They're not haters. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> You just try to tune in and, and, and just try to talk to yourself and each round you just worry about what you got to do. You know, don't think ahead. Yeah. Just be present and being present is the most important thing, um, I believe, in the fight game. You know, some in my early fights I'd be round two, but I'm thinking about round ten. You know, where okay, yeah. this fight or now more just experience, I'm just staying in the moment. Yeah. And because as you can see, like in that ninth round, yeah, I was winning, should have been stopped, and then within seconds I'm on the canvas. Yeah. And um, that's within seconds losing sight of what's in front of you and what yeah, you're doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, boxing, you're in there for 36 minutes or, you know, 40 minutes, it's, it's a long time, you know, punching on. So mm. you just got to try to stay present and that's that's the key to moving forward. And in your training, so 
uh, let's say for example in a sparring session are you trying to basically envision what it's going to be like on the night like is that exact same thing you take all those sessions course, just as yeah. seriously and, and trying 100%. to get yourself and, and you try to get you know your sparring partners to imitate um you know your, your the person you're fighting yeah um you know in this case jeff horn was very hard to, to imitate obviously yeah. his style is yeah. awkward but um yeah i just try to basically practice exactly what how i would be going into the fight um and just try, like I said, just try to stay calm, relaxed, and just positive. Like I yeah. said, anybody can throw a punch. It's 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 a mental game. Mm. It's um, just trying to stay present as much as you can, and that's the key. Even in other sports, I've spoken with other athletes, you know, tennis players and footballers and stuff, and they say, you know, in that split second, you take your mind off the ball or, or whatever you're doing, yeah, and it can just go completely opposite way, and and that's boxing as well. Is that something you've had to work on? Like earlier days, um, were you always kind of in this headspace, or did you? Is it something that you've like personally no. had to go out of your way to work yeah on. I had to yeah. work on 100% in the last maybe 12 months um, you know when I was younger I just I was a hot headed kid I just wanted to fight everybody yeah. it was more an ego <laughs> thing you know I loved the sport I wanted to be a world champion it's always been my dream uh, to fill out stadiums and fight in front of millions you know and, I'm, and the dream's becoming a reality you know what I mean but when I was younger uh, yeah I just wanted to fight everybody and didn't really care what I was doing didn't really think much it was just <laughs> throw leather but yeah. now um, yeah, as I'm getting older and more experienced I'm starting to understand the game a lot more and um, yeah, look, you got to be present, and you just got to take your time and doing things and think and and be a lot smarter. It's um, yeah, quality yeah. over quantity. Yeah, and you know, as I mentioned before, recently I did this fight. Like I, um, particularly my training usually is mainly based around like strength and resistance training and do a fair bit of conditioning and stuff. But I altered it relatively drastically leading into the fight. So heaps of people had questions and were interested about what the training camp looked like and someone like yourself who's actually a pro yeah, yeah. and uh, has been doing this for a long time would you better give us a, a, a kind of detailed explanation of what like a week would look like say of course, yeah. a few weeks out from the fight well every every, every fighter and athlete's different mm. um, you know for me I like I'm a high cardio based fighter yeah. um, so like I'll train four or five hours a day and um, it's basically you know I'll get up in the morning and I'll do um, interval training or a 10k run uh, followed by you know 40-50 minutes of extra you know uh, air bike Okay. Step, uh, yeah. rower, stuff like that. And then finish off with a you know, ab workout, core workout. Uh, and then I'll eat and relax for a little bit. And then my second session will consist of um, you know, high boxing intensity, which may be sparring, um, bag work, pad work, mm-hmm. um, you know, skipping and all that kind of stuff. And then like some days we, we'll fit in a third session and it might be strength and conditioning, you know, yeah. we, where we're doing um, you know, plyometrics, you know, all that kind of stuff, uh, lightweight training and just okay. building on some strength. Um, but like I said, every fight is different. You know, I'm doing that six days a week, and okay. then on our Sundays is normally um, a recovery session, which might be in the beach, um, you know, or, or not light, a light four or five k flush out, just run, just real slow, um, you know, five six minute k's. You know, we're not going for time or anything like that. And then yeah, just a sea bath or ice bath or something like that, and just yeah. recover the body to face a full week again on a Monday. And when you're outside of training camp, so if there's no, no fights locked in, is it is the week pretty similar, just maybe a reduced load or volume? Yeah, well, for me, like I said, I, I've been uh, known to overtrain. Um, you know, yeah. people are telling me to, to relax. To slow down a bit. Yeah, yeah, to slow down a little bit. But for me, like I said, I, um, I always keep fit. You know, it's the one thing for me. I'm always ready, always fight ready. Um, so even on when I'm not in training camp and stuff, like even the next day after my fight, I'm still back in the gym running. The intensity is not as in, obviously as high, mm. um, but I'm still doing the same workload. Uh, it's just not habit. More, just, yeah, it's just habit. You know, even if I wasn't a fighter and I was going to work, it's 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 a lifestyle for me now. And um, yeah, like I just enjoy getting in the gym and, and you can eat a little bit too. You can enjoy, you know, once you know you've done a big two hour session or whatever, yeah. you can go have a little bit of food and it's not mm. you're not going backwards where yeah. you know, if you take three weeks off, you're eating 
you know, a bit of junk food or you're drinking badly or whatever it may be, um, you know, you put on 10 kilos. It's, it's, you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah, you know, man, and I like looking good, feeling good. And that, like I said, it's a lifestyle for me now. What is um, your nutrition like? Like on the show, I talk a lot about nutrition, obviously, <laughs> and, and training. So, um, yeah, what, what is it like? Look, I, I'm an honest fighter. Um, I've, I'm a very, I'm human, and uh, <laughs> I love, I love my sugar. Yeah, I, I'm a bit of a sweet tooth. I eat very healthy in terms. Of, I won't eat fried foods and stuff like that, or um, you know, pizzas. I'll look an occasional here mm. and there. I will, but I try to keep my um, everyday high protein food and, and vegetables and greens up. But I love my sweets, chocolate and uh, lollies are definitely my weakness. Yeah, and then leading into a fight. So you said before, most recent one was seventy two and a half. Was it? You correct. Yeah. And you naturally sit around 70, 77, 78. Yeah. Uh, but then we have obviously professionals that join our team leading into the fight. Um, you know that we'll work closely with and get down to weight yeah and yeah it gets pretty tough because i want my sugar but yeah um, <laughs> yeah being a professional athlete at this level you got to be pretty strict and look i enjoy what i do i love what i do um but yeah like i said i, I am human everyone's mm. everyone thinks i'm a robot sometimes but i love my sugar i love my chocolate yeah and what so you 72 and a half you're weighing what say the week before the fight what what will you be are you close to that already or do it a, a week out if, I, if, if i'm a week out you know of a fight night i want to be or weigh in i want to be roughly around three kilos out Okay. And then I'll just slightly slide in. And then basically once I jump on the scales, I'd be, I was exactly 72.5. Like I said, the, we work with professionals, so we know exactly what we need to do every day. We're checking body fat, mm. water, everything. And then, uh, yeah, basically once I weigh in, uh, I've got 24 hours to rehydrate, yeah. eat. And even then, you know, you've got to eat and drink properly. You know, you can't go have macros or yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah you've got to sit down and eat basically um you know what the guy dietitian and nutritionist give us so yeah and hydration would have to be a huge part of that that's the most important shit, like water, yeah, yeah yeah so getting the hydrolite in the power raids um the water it's more the sugary stuff you want to get back in your body yeah, just to shock the, yeah, yeah correct to shock the body so like after my weigh-in i had like uh, a liter and a half of power raid um you know i had a little bit of hydrolite then i started with the water after i got a bit of a, a feed in and then um yeah then we like i said we just taper off and and fight the next, Go the time. next night yeah, yeah. show time what um what initially got you into boxing in the first place? Is it something that had run in the family, or something that that you looked up to certain people, and that was what you wanted to do? Or I don't know. Like I just I played local footy, and ever since I was a little kid, I just always wanted to be. It always inspired me to be a world champion, and knowing that you know one fight could change my life and my family's life, and you know people close to me's life, it motivated me. And then when I was watching boxing, I I, I knew that there's a lot of dedication involved, and that I could do it. Yeah. And um, you know, I love solo sports. You know, team. I've played team sports, and I know it just doesn't compare to boxing. You know, walking out and everyone's eyes on you. And I love the dedication, discipline that's involved, and it's all about giving back. Like I said, you know, no one can have that one fight and and earn so much money and have so much exposure and and give back. Uh, really motivates me. But for me, it's all about legacy. You know, I want to be known as the fighter that fought everybody. Um, and I'm doing that now. You know, I fought five or six world champions. I've been in four or five you know countries to fight the best in the world. And, mm. Uh, I'll never shy away from a fight, and that's always been my legacy. You know, to fight everybody, no stone unturned. <laughs> that's awesome, man. And um, was there anyone that you did kind of like? I don't know if idolize is the best word, but like certain boxes that you that you liked watching growing up. Uh, yeah. Or even now, is there is there certain boxes that you still? Uh, my favorite boxer is me. I'm yeah. I've got to say, Marcus <laughs> Araf is my favorite boxer. Good call. But uh, <laughs> now, nah, look, growing up, I, I loved Roy Jones Jr. Man, I love. Uh, yeah, he, love watching just, him, yeah, he was just so classy. Um, you know, just beautiful to watch, man. And obviously, everyone's going to say Muhammad Ali. Mm. Uh, but look, I just, yeah, I, I to be honest, I actually don't like watching boxing. If, okay. um It's one of those sports where, um, you know, once I'm out of the gym, I just kind of switch off. Switch off. So, yeah. and I just want to be around friends and family, or just do what I got to do. You know, I don't really, 
um, tune in and watch too much boxing unless it's a future opponent or a really big fight. Is that similar with sports like UFC? Do you, do you get into that at yeah, all? Not really, kind of yeah, not no, I'm just, I really. Yeah, no, I mean, look, like if the boys or my mates go and watch it or whatever, and we're all watching a big fight or maybe where the fights happen or something like that, I'll definitely tune in and watch. Um, or a future opponent, someone that I could pos- potentially fight. Yeah. But um, other than that, you know, I just switch off. Yeah. You know, I'm doing it every day of my life, two, three times yeah, a day. Yeah. I just kind of want to switch off a little bit and, and just enjoy life. And, what is um, what is life like outside of boxing? By the sounds of it, there's not much time left outside yeah, of the training. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm a pretty pretty um, bland guy. I don't really do too much. Um, like I said, if I can, you know, a nice hot day, go to the beach with the boys or whatever, and just zone out, um, just be around good people mm. and just chill. You know, like I said, I'm training five six hours a day, sleeping eight hours. You know, doesn't leave too much time. But um, I just yeah, just I'm a pretty just chill dude. Yeah. Just go with the like the wind, mate. Just go wherever it takes me. Yeah, good. <laughs> What um what impact has becoming a pro or being a professional athlete like you are had had on other aspects of your life? So, you know, a number of the, the people that I've had on the show that are professionals in other sports, you know, tend to talk about how it, it carries through for, with just other aspects of your life. Uh, for me, hugely, it's giving back. Um, you know, motivating others. Um, and the biggest thing, like I said, for me, has always been giving back. Um, you know, some days I wake up and say oh, I can't be bothered and I hate life and this and that. Then I I, I realise like how good my life is. Mm. And how you know it's unfortunate some others are. You know, there's people that can't see or kids that can't walk or do the things that I can. So, for for boxing's really helped me understand life and give back. Um, and that's why I always take time. You know, even before I walk out, if a if an eight nine year old comes up and wants a photo and stuff, even as I'm walking, I'll, I'll take my time, take photos with them because without these guys, there's there's no me. Mm. And um, yeah, boxing's really made me understand how you know how important it is to give back. Yeah. And, um, more grateful more grateful yeah in life yeah and um, something I wanted to ask you before in terms of your recovery what does that look like um, because even leading into this fight you did recently just the amount of just because obviously it's an impact sport yeah. so um, the amount of kind of even just like overuse and, and flare ups and stuff that I had in certain spots was becoming a bit of an issue so what's your recovery look like uh, so like I said I've got the uh, a hyperbaric chambers um, ice baths um, I've also got a sports um masseuse and stuff like that um, Joey Kikonis who helps me out I go see him two three times a week um, so regular massages um, you know I sometimes jump in the ocean I'll yeah. probably head off today after a session this morning and just chill the body in the water and just eating right sleeping right um, just ticking all the boxes just ticking all the boxes trying you know obviously that you can't get everything perfect um, mm. you know there's there's not one athlete in the world that wakes yeah. up and says I'm 100% you know, that's just impossible um, but I just try to do everything I can uh, yeah. and to, like I said just tick all the boxes um, what type of uh, music do you like to listen to when you're training? Uh, are you someone I, that gets jeered up by listening to your favourite stuff? No, nah, look, I'm, I'm pretty weird. I love um, the motivational stuff. You know, Eric Thomas, I don't know if you know yeah, that. Yeah. I listen to Eric Thomas and, and just try to zone out and just literally when I'm running or training or whatever, I just I just try to be me and him. You know, yeah. it's 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 weird and it really gets me going. I don't like... Um, People listen to heavy metal and stuff like that. Just someone yelling in your ears. I can't really focus. So <laughs> yeah. I just try to listen to the motivational stuff and... And things that keep keep motivating me and push you, keep going. You know, like this morning I had a 12k run and just zoned out and and just had him talking to me, telling me just to keep going. Mm. You know, what I mean, when it, when all looks like it's gonna fail, just keep going. And before you know it, you're seven, eight k's in, and then you're all heart on the way home, and you finish strong. Do you listen to to many podcasts and stuff like that? I'll have to I'll shoot you a message after this with a, a number of um, podcasts I reckon you'd like. Guys like ET and but uh, different styles that are. Yeah, I haven't really listened to too many. I mean, like I said, Eric Thomas is probably one of my favourite. Uh, there's a few other guys I forgot their names I listen to. Um, but yeah, that's I just love even when I'm driving, just zoning out 
and just just tuning in you know because normally nine out of ten what i'm going through is what they're saying you know and yeah it relates it relates yeah so i just basically yeah try to switch off and just connect with the with what they're saying and nine out of ten it normally works and when you think something's going wrong it's you know when i'm listening to it it's saying that it's normal you know mm. and it makes you feel better and like you know what i'm feeling like crap or i didn't get much sleep i'm tired but it's normal you know as you keep going it's coming back to what you said at the start about just staying in the moment and yeah exactly and right being present, as it comes being present. And, and that's the most important thing man if you're not present you're not focused mm. and um, i've learned that as i'm getting older and more experienced and you know like i said in that ninth round i I switched off for literally a blink of an eye and before you know it I was climbing off the floor and um, you know it's 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 a crazy sport you know you have to be for 40 minutes switched on 110% yeah you've mentioned a couple of times about how 2020 is going to be a big year what are the what's the plans for the year and, and what's it looking like it's gonna be a huge year like I said 20, 2019 I put my name on the map uh, 2020 I'm here to stay now and um, I can't say too much unfortunately but look we got big fights on Foxtel uh, with some tough opponents and um, we're definitely going to make statements and I want Jeff Horn again. We, we need to settle it on a, in that a trilogy. That was my next question. Are we going to see number three or? Look, we definitely want it. The public want it. The world wants it. You know, we won all. I'm not in front. He's not in front. We've settled the, the scorecards now. Uh, it's a must. You know, Danny Green, Mundine had it and now Zarafa and I won't have to have it. And mm. um, look, I want it. I, like I said, I want the big fights. This is what we do. We don't, I don't want to fight, you know, guys that aren't ranked. I want to fight yeah. the best and uh, like I said it has to happen has to has to happen man awesome thank you so much for coming on the show today um, as I said at the start really do appreciate you coming on and appreciate you giving up your time no no worries man thanks for having me I appreciate it pleasure guys uh, thank you for listening to the show today if you've enjoyed the episode and taken some value from it or just enjoyed listening to it make sure you take a screenshot and post it up on your Instagram story for me now tag myself tag Michael I'll put his, uh, his username in the show notes below um, we'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode and I'll chat to you again in next week's show.